Hey, crime junkies. Welcome to Human Wreckage, the show that covers all murder cases solved and unsolved across the U.S. I'm Madison. In today's episode, we will be going overseas and discussing the gruesome and seemingly unnecessary murder of Elizabeth and Katie Edwards, slain by none other than their own blood and her company. We will review the ins and outs of the events that occurred on the day of the attack itself, as well as discussing the events following the murder before the lovely couple was caught. Be sure to listen closely for all the details and hear about a sneak peek into my next episode. Let's start off with a little background into these victims and their murders to help set off the story. Elizabeth Edwards, also known as Liz, lived with her two daughters, Katie and Kim, in Spalding, Lincolnshire, England, roughly two hours from London. Liz also had an older child, but they weren't living in the home at the time. Married twice, with a messy end of the second marriage ending in divorce, Liz eventually met a man named Graham Green. He worked on a ship and was gone often, but he stayed at Liz's when he could. Although he couldn't always be present physically, they were in constant contact. When Liz suddenly stopped answering him in April of 2016, he grew increasingly concerned and rightfully so. Jumping into the scene of the crime and the following events, on April 14, 2016, Kim Edwards and her boyfriend Lucas Markham, both 14 at the time, were reported missing. Both parties hadn't shown up for school, and when the school tried to contact their families, there was no answer. Eventually, the school did get in contact with Lucas's family, although his family wasn't overly concerned, reporting to the school that Lucas and Kim had run away together previously, just a few months earlier, and they returned after only five days in the woods. Police did go to the Edwards' home, learning that Liz hasn't shown up for work and Katie hadn't shown up for school that day either. Graham also reported trying to get in contact with Liz all day, unsuccessfully. On April 15, 2016, the police returned to the home. This time, they were allowed entry. Inside, they found Elizabeth and Katie in their bedrooms upstairs. Both had been stabbed and suffocated with a pillow. Upon inspection of the home, police heard what they thought was a TV. When they walked into the basement, they found Lucas and Kim with the dog Graham had given to Elizabeth, watching the Twilight movies together. Graham arrived at the Edwards' home to identify the bodies. When interviewed, he mentions having a cold shiver when he arrived, and he just knew something was wrong. Both Elizabeth and Katie had been stabbed in the neck. It was apparent, due to the defensive wounds that Liz had, that she had tried to fight back. But Katie was most likely asleep during her attack. They had both been smothered with a pillow, and Katie's head was still covered by the pillow, indicating that she didn't fight back. This is likely because she and Kim shared a bedroom together, making it easier to attack her sister while she knows where she sleeps. In the bedroom that Katie and Kim share, police found a note. Police discovered this was a shared suicide note written by Kim and Lucas themselves. The note spoke about how they wanted to be cremated and have their ashes scattered. Police also found Lucas's backpack in their room. Inside the backpack was a large amount of knives and bloody-soaked clothing. Later, a bloody knife was found in the room. This led to both Kim and Lucas being arrested and brought into the police station. Once at the police station, they began being questioned, and the results of their confessions, or lack thereof, are interesting to compare. Kim was rather excited to chat and was described as having no remorse during her chattiness. Lucas refused to talk. During her chats with the officers, Kim stated that Lucas had been the one to stab both her mom and her sister. She even went as far as to say that she thought she heard her mom say, get off me, when Lucas was stabbing her. Kim admitted that it was their plan for her to kill her sister, but she couldn't do it. When questioned by the police as to why Kim planned to kill them, 
She stated that her mom and her hadn't gotten along since she was punched in the face by her mom at an early age. Liz actually regretted this incident, and she called child services herself, which led to both Katie and Kim having to spend six months in foster care. As for her sister, she spoke in such ways that made it very obvious she was jealous over the relationship her sister and her mother shared. Eventually, Lucas agrees to speak to the police when he learned that Kim was speaking. He admitted that he and Kim started planning the murders at McDonald's, admitting he wanted to kill both her mom and sister, and Kim agreed. The original plan was for them to commit the murders on April 11th. Kim instructed Lucas to bring knives in his backpack and to walk over to her house, then knock on the window twice when he got there. Lucas did as instructed and walked to Kim's house with a backpack full of knives on April 11th. She didn't answer. He went back on the 12th, and again, no answer. Kim claimed that she had fallen asleep both days, but she did finally let him in on April 13th, 2016. As Lucas explained it, Kim backed out last minute and hid in the bathroom while he stabbed and smothered her mother and sister. He mentioned that Kim appeared in her mom's room during her last moments of life, not forgetting to include that Liz died faster than Katie. Their plan was to stab them both in the voice box, making it so that they couldn't scream. Although she didn't commit the murders with her bare hands, she admitted to being glad that they were killed quickly so that they didn't have to suffer which is just a sick, twisted comment to add to a gruesome, horrifying, unnecessary chain of events. Lucas and Kim admitted that after murdering both her mother and her sister, they took a bath together, dragged a mattress into the basement, and over the next 36 hours, they had sex, ate ice cream, and watched Twilight movies, thus earning them the sadistic pet name of the Twilight Killers. Let's talk about these convictions! On April 17, 2016, both Lucas and Kim were charged with two counts of murder. On April 18, 2016, they both appeared in Lincoln Crown Court. Their trial was set for October 2016. Lucas and Kim would smile at each other while appearing in court. Before Lucas could be brought to trial, he pled guilty. Kim decided this was a sign of betrayal, but she tried her hand at pleading guilty herself. Unfortunately for Kim, she attempted to plead guilty to manslaughter on the terms of diminished capacity, stating she had a mental illness at the time and Lucas was controlling her. I guess Kim forgot that all police interviews and confessions are recorded. Her confession, the one where she showed no remorse, was played for the jury. At this time, prosecution stated Kim was the mastermind and actually manipulated Lucas into committing the murders for her. Kim's defense again tried to rebuttal with the idea that she was suffering from a disorder due to the relationship she had with her mom. On October 11, 2016, the jury deliberated for five hours, finding Kim guilty of both murders. Both Kim and Lucas were sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole after 20 years. Currently, they are still known as the youngest double murderers in UK history. Now, to recap the story, mother Liz and sister Katie were stabbed and smothered by Sister Kim and boyfriend Lucas for no apparent reason. Despite there being confessions, there truly is no detailed or descriptive reasoning and justification for these murders. Kim tried to say that she had an estranged relationship with her mother due to the childhood trauma. Liz actually put a real effort into fixing her mistake with Kim, but she never let it go, and it grew into hatred that led to jealousy of the relationship Katie shared with her mother. It's truly sad that despite Liz's efforts to fix her parenting methods, they still failed Kim somehow and led to her death. 
It is truly unfortunate to hear what happened to this family and quite scary to hear the lack of remorse from the murderer who played victim. I hope Kim and Lucas remain in prison for life. That dynamic duo is a no-go. Thanks for joining me on this episode. I hope you enjoyed listening into my stories and I hope you'll return for my next episode where we will dive into more solved and unsolved murder cases across the U.S. like the Hillside Strangler. (laughs) 